we look at First News. It's fair. It's accurate. You get the damn truth. A year after Juneteenth became a federal holiday in the U.S., people gathered this weekend at events. Celebrations are included. An emphasis on learning about the past and addressing racial disparities. President Joe Biden signed legislation last year making June 19th the nation's 12th federal holiday. There are 12 now. June 19, 1865, was the day that Republican soldiers arrived in Galveston, Texas, to order freedom for the black people in their state. It was two months after the Democrats surrendered in the Civil War and two and a half years after the Emancipation Proclamation ended slavery in the southern states. Russia's military machine is presented persevering and their efforts to grind down Ukraine's defenses. And Ukraine's eastern region in recent weeks has become the focal point on Moscow's attempt to impose their will on them. Battles reportedly rage for control of multiple villages. The war's consequences for food and fuel supplies weighing in on mines around the globe. Financial help for the children displaced by war was due to come from an unlikely quarter later Monday when Russian journalist who auctioned off his Nobel Peace Prize medal in New York to help the folks that are fleeing from Ukraine. But people of Ukraine basically are just on their own. They're getting weaponry, but we've wished them good luck. There was a 6.0 earthquake this morning in Taiwan. No reports of any damages The Weather Bureau said the quake struck at 9.05 at a shallow depth. It was felt across most of the island of 24 million people, including Taipei, which is the capital. Days of flooding are hindering efforts to deliver food and water to Bangladesh. About a fifth of a million people are taking shelter in relief camps there. Water levels in all their major rivers were flowing above the dangerous levels. They had been reeling from their torrential rains that they get, causing massive floods, leaving millions of homes there underwater and severing their transport links. New York City police said an early morning shooting at a gathering in Harlem left a man dead and seven other wounded. Officers responded at 12.40 a.m. this morning. Report of a shooting On the footpath along FDR Drive, five people were shot. 21-year-old man was pronounced dead at the hospital. They don't have any more details about the gathering or what may have led to that shooting as they continue to investigate. The White House said Florida doctors will be able to order COVID-19 vaccines for children under five from the federal government. Now, their governor, Ron DeSantis, said the state will not order them and distribute the shots. The state was the only jurisdiction in the nation to decline to place advanced orders, which received authorization from the FDA on Friday. Final authorization from the CDC is expected in the next coming days. That would clear the way for the last remaining unvaccinated age group in America to be jabbed. Dr. Rand Paul asked Dr. Fauci last Friday for the proof that kids being vaccinated under the age of five, it would lessen hospitalization rates and death rates. And he said there is no proof of that, but they have still approved the shot anyway. 
A witness to a shooting that killed three in an Alabama church said the gunman that was sitting by himself and he was drinking alcohol and rejecting offers to join all the others for a potluck dinner. The gunman seemed disengaged, shunned invitations to join in. The shooting occurred at St. Stephen's Episcopal Church in Alabama. 70-year-old Robert Finley Smith now being charged with capital murder. Hey, folks, once again, there you go. There's another event where you they picked an unsecured building. Right. They don't do that at airports. They don't do it at police stations. They don't do it at federal buildings. They don't do it at concerts. They go where there is absolutely no security to walk in mm-hmm. anywhere. A grocery store in Buffalo, a school, any place like that. They know where the non-secured buildings are. I brought this up many years ago, and I see now in New York, they're dealing with the sales of body armor. Uh, For instance, body armor was worn by the gunman who killed 10 in Buffalo. Body armor was worn by the killer uh, down in Texas that killed 19. So they're going now off after the body armor and why people buy it. President Joe Biden took a spill. He was just trying to get off his bike at the end of a ride Saturday near his home in Delaware. He wasn't hurt. Social or Secret Service agents quickly helped him up. He said he was good. Said he got his foot caught in the toe cages of his bicycle. The president and his first lady, Jill, had been wrapping up their morning ride when they decided to pedal over to the well-wishers and he tumbled. China's in the news. They said they have successfully intercepted a missile in flight. A test of one of their anti-ballistic missile systems that could improve their defenses. The defense ministry gave no details about the test. They said purely defensive in nature. Missiles, a major component of China's defense now and are the backbone of a space program that was launched by China this year. Germany's economic minister said their country is going to limit the use of gas for electricity production amid concerns about shortages. Germany's been trying to fill its gas shortage facilities to capacity ahead of their winter months. Germany will try to compensate for the move. They're going to increase burning of coal. Yeah, Germany is, folks. Folks, we can't be a one energy nation. We've talked about it before. You know, just think of that. The, the Democrats and the Biden administration want the whole United States, one energy-only nation, electricity. And they want to base it on, on something that we can't rely on, and that is the weather. The weather has to comply with our energy and electricity needs, or we're screwed. Right. we got to have sun every day, and it's got to be windy every day, or we're in big doo-doo. After two days of deliberations... Jurors in the civil trial deciding on sexual abuse allegations against Bill Cosby, they're going to have to start from scratch today. By the end of Friday, jurors had decided on nearly all the questions put before them. So they're going to have to start over. I got a, I got a thing for jury duty. Oh, I did too. Did you? I oh, filled it out. What if we got on the same jury? Yeah. Would that be awesome? <laughs> There's two to nothing right there. Yep. Yep, I got that. So I filled her out. (sighs) Treasury Secretary Janet Yellen. She's a wreck. She expects the U.S. economy to slow down now in months ahead. 
but that a recession is not inevitable. She's offering a dose of optimism. She said that overall consumer spending in the United States remains strong. You know why? Because stuff is 10% higher than it was. Mm -hmm. That's why. The impact of rising food, though, and energy prices are having an impact on Americans. She's expressing an openness to a federal gas tax holiday to give motorists some relief at the pump. She said it will take skill and luck to bring down inflation while maintaining low employment. Uh, Not true, but that's what she said. By the way, an anonymous bidder shelled out $19 million for that lunch with billionaire Warren Buffett at a steakhouse in New York. The meal with him was offered on an eBay auction. It benefits a charity out in San Francisco. The winner is able to bring up to seven people. This year's event will be the first private lunch offered with the 91-year-old billionaire since the previous record-setting bid of $4.5 million in 2019. They called off the last two because of the pandemic. Buffett, who said this will be his last charity lunch, has raised $53 million for Glide. That is the group that benefits the auction started in 2000. The price of Bitcoin inched up a little bit, over $20,000, after a broader crypto sell-off dragged it below the threshold a day earlier. According to the cryptocurrency news site Coindesk, Bitcoin has plunged as much as 9.7%. Some points during the day, it was below 18000 over the weekend, so it's back up again. Well, some good news. Yellowstone National Park will partially reopen on Wednesday. After the flooding of their bridges and roads, the Park Service announced over the weekend visitors will once again be allowed into the park's southern loop, but under a license plate system designed to manage the crowds. Those with even number plates will be allowed on even number days, and those with odd number plates will be allowed on odd number days. Commercial tours will be allowed whatever their plate number is as uh, visitors want to get back to the park. Now, we've already brought up some excellent points about that earlier this morning that you may want to listen to the podcast and find out. The culmination of events that led to the flooding, water quickly rose in an area that was in an extended drought, forcing officials to race to save homes. Mountain snow accumulated in the late spring. During the warm stretch, rain fell, melted snowpack. The resulting flood raged higher and faster than they have seen in a long, long time. A 500-year storm, they call it. Although we, we have evidence of larger floods within the last 100 years. And did anybody, could anybody show me the, the data available from 1722, <laughs> please? I would like to see that. They just call it that. Uh, Fromberg, they're still picking up. Red Lodge is still picking up. There were 100 homes damaged up in Fromberg. They're trying to get the irrigation ditch back together. Serves a lot of the farms up in there. Uh, It's going to take them a while, but hopefully they'll get back on their feet again. Another shooting in the Billings area last night. Police are still investigating. This one happened around the 200 block of South 27th Street. And the victim then fled 
He's six foot tall with a goatee and slick back hair, but that's all we know about the victim, uh, about the shooter. Um, So they're still searching for them. And the dogs are in the spotlight at the Westminster Kennel Club show. Canine competition also illuminating the human issue of veterinarians' mental health. In conjunction with the first time, they're going to have a Veterinarian of the Year Award that will be presented to Pennsylvania vet Dr. Joseph Rossi. The club will give $10,000 to a charity focused on veterinary professionals' psychological welfare. 3,500 dogs will compete in the various events in Terrytown, New York. Events begin with the agility competition Saturday and will continue then today through Wednesday. Best in show will be awarded on Wednesday night at the Westminster Dog Show. So we will all wait, and then the dog will appear on uh, <laughs> newspapers and the night shows and that all around. And them. they'll pick some yippy little thing, and we'll all it be disappointed. Will. It'll <laughs> be some goofy-ass thing that they have. They, they took it to the beauty shop and humiliated the dog's looks. Yeah. And uh, made it parade around in front of everybody. Remember when your mom used to make you wear a certain outfit and you didn't want to wear it? Yeah. I don't want to wear that. You're wearing that. We're going to such and such. And you felt awful. And then grease your hair down and comb it over. That's and- what these dogs feel like. Um, they'd rather, you know, scratch their bat and, and, you know, smell their butt. But they won't let them do that. Gosh, those poodles, too. They puff up all them things, Mark, on their legs, you mm-hmm. know, and their tail. Well, and they, and- they cut their hair funny. and Poor dogs. In sports, I know if you live in Montana, you think the Bobcat-Grizz rivalry is really something, but it doesn't compare to some of the other big ones around the nation, and one of those is Texas and Texas A&M, and they met in the College World Series championship game yesterday. Loser goes home, and uh, uh, the Aggies beat them 10-2, to which is kind of a surprise because Texas has the resume, six national championships, and Texas A&M hadn't won a World Series game in 29 years. And I think it's kind of funny, had the story last week, uh, the guy who was going to sing the national anthem did horns down because that's what you do when you're from Texas A&M. And uh, they interviewed the pitcher, and he said it's kind of something that's just breathtaking. Uh, death, taxes, and horns down, that's what it is here. But he didn't get in trouble. He still got to play and everything. So that one is in the books. Hmm. Well, we still have a slight chance of a shower today, about a 30% chance. We had, we had uh, another rain last night about 1 o'clock in the morning. Uh, came through, dumped a little more. Then tomorrow, we get a good stretch of days here. 75 on Tuesday, all sun. 84 and sunny Wednesday, 88 and sunny on Thursday. As we get to Friday, going to cool off again, down to about 73. And then the week after that, just looking down the road, I know it's too far down the road, but as uh, we get towards the 4th of July weekend, we're going to get seasonable temperatures mid to upper 80s and throughout that uh, time frame, so... And that's what's happening. Mark and Paul here together. Thanks for tuning into the Cat 102.9 on your FM dial.